Welcome to this exciting sermon from World Impact Community Church. We hope you enjoy this message. For more sermons and resources, please do visit us at wscc.in. Praise God. I consider it a great honor to share from the Word of God once again. And today I want to share about a precious revelation from the scripture. And I was asking for, to the Lord, Lord, uh, can you give me a word to be released for this day? And the Lord spoke to me, Jehovah Jireh. And I want to speak, speak about this revelation to you. And I believe that this revelation is going to bring tremendous peace in your life today. I believe that some people will be challenged to change your workplaces. I believe that the Lord will give you grace to step back in your life and the Lord will take a step ahead in your life to lead you. I believe that the Lord is going to bring you a tremendous realignment in your focus. The word Jaira occurs 45 times in the Bible altogether and almost every time in the Old Testament. And the most commonly spoken meaning, as you all know, probably would be God will provide. But I want to tell today that it is not just God will provide. We are just going to look into what it means truly in the root word in Hebrew. Yeah. So in Hebrew, in the root word, it means to see. And today I want to declare over you that whatever is your need, whatever is your situation, whatever is is happening in your life, our God is seeing what you are going through. Our God is looking into everything in your situation. And because He is looking into the situation, because everything is plain before Him, because He sees everything, He is not a God who, is, who will fold His hands and who will not act. We know His nature. We know who he is and because we know who he is he will act according to his nature he will reveal the goodness and the mercy and his love and the fullness of his nature according to the most fitting way to meet our need hallelujah and if you believe this you can speak loud right now over your life that my God shall supply all my needs hallelujah I want to release this word over you that God may God reveal powerful in your life as Jehovah Jireh. Hallelujah. Because he has seen your need of healing, he will manifest as a healer in your life because he will look into your needs. Because he has seen your financial crisis, he will come into your life and he will meet your finances or financial needs and, and he will pour out from the riches in his treasury. Hallelujah. As I was preparing for this session or preparing for this sermon, I believe there are people who are in need for jobs and I believe that because he is Jehovah Jireh because he has seen your need he will create a way in your life hallelujah he will open a door in your life because whatever situation that you go through he has seen it he will he will reveal as Jehovah Jireh and he will meet your needs in the most fitting way this word Jireh also has meanings that he will discern rightly he will look into that situation in the most just way. He will handle that situation according to the fullness of his nature. Whatever situation that you are going through, you might be wondering right now, who will solve my problem? How can anyone solve my problem? I have only one answer for you and that is this precious word, Jehovah Jireh. Jehovah Jireh because he has seen your problem, because he has seen your situation, he will not fold his hands, he will not sit idle, he is a loving God, he will come into your situation. He will rightly intervene and he will meet your needs in the most fitting way. Hallelujah. 
thank you father i praise god for the powerful presence of the holy spirit right now and let's see where in bible is the situation mentioned let's look at Genesis chapter 2 verse 14 and in in that verse it's mentioned and Abraham called the name of the place the Lord will provide or Jehovah Jireh here it's mentioned the Lord will provide because that was the need in that place amen it doesn't mean that the 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 the, the true meaning or the full meaning of Jehovah Jireh is only the Lord will provide the Lord shall look into it and in this context in this situation the provision was the need in that point and you know all the context in the situation and we know that Abraham had a had a promised child and he was Isaac and the Lord is asking Abraham take your child and give him and offer him unto me and I'm thinking what a situation Abraham would be going through because he waited for this promise for three decades. We heard this uh, in the in the last uh, Sunday's message. He waited for this promised child for almost three decades. And now this God is asking him to offer this child unto him. And I can imagine what Abraham will be going through. But this verse says, Abraham called the name of that place the Lord will provide or Jehovah Jireh. What was that place? that place was named not in a context of greediness Abraham was not in an attitude of greediness or convenience or selfishness he named he named that place Jehovah Jireh after trying to give his best and everything unto God Abraham was having an attitude of reverence honor to God worship and devotion he was he was honoring his best his promised child unto God hallelujah and he was trying to honor God with his best and everything I'm thinking and I know I know that when he is offering his best or Isaac unto God everything else he has in life if there is no no more Isaac in his life it doesn't make any value or it doesn't make any meaning and I am really honored to see the heart of amazing honor that that Abraham has towards God and immediately Abraham is seeing ram at the right time and that is why he is giving that place this name jehovah jireh when god saw the heart of honor in abraham and he manifested his goodness by providing the right need at the right time and i want to pray over each one watching me right now and, and especially as I was preparing this portion I sense that the Holy Spirit was telling me some of you has given up your marriage to honor God has some of you has really uh, really counted your marriage and your marriage plans low for the sake of God and I want to release and declare this word over you Jehovah Jireh over you Jehovah Jireh over you the Lord has seen it and the Lord will meet your need in the best fitting way hallelujah hallelujah and and i believe that this was the plan of god even from day one yeah the moment that the lord created or, or rather day six yeah when the lord created uh, man in uh, genesis chapter 1 verse 26 god says 
let us make man in our image according to our likeness let them have dominion over the fish of the sea over the birds of the air and over the cattle over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth so when god created man god gave them two things i'm going to dwell into what is the importance of provision in our life yeah so when god created man he gave man two things and the first one it is clearly mentioned in uh, genesis chapter 1 verse 28 so while god created man he gave man his image and his likeness now in chapter 1 verse 28 god is going to share what is the vision that god wants to give man and god blessed them and god said to them be fruitful and multiply fill the earth and subdue it have dominion over the fish of the sea over the birds of the air and over every living thing that moves on earth so the first thing that god is giving to this mankind who bears his image and his likeness is a vision everybody tell with me vision yeah so god is giving every person a vision today he has a vision for each one of you today so what was this vision all about this vision was all about filling this entire earth with the image and glory of god and that is the vision that god wants to give each one of us and the second thing that god is giving man that's also mentioned in uh, genesis chapter 1 verse 29 immediately after talking about vision god is talking about the second thing and that is provision and god said see i have given you every herb that yields seed which is on the face of all the earth and every tree whose fruit yields seed to you it shall be for food so the moment god is giving man a vision immediately he's saying i'm not going to leave you as orphans i'm not going to uh, allow you to uh, derail from this vision whatever is required for you to take this vision forward i'm going to give you and that is my provision so uh, the first one is vision and the second thing that god gave man is provision but there is a difference the first one vision was fya and that is for your action god wanted man to focus on that god wanted man to take action on that and god wanted man to take responsibility of the vision that god gave man and the second thing was provision but that was not fya but that was fyi for your in- information that was not man's task that was not for man to take responsibility that was that was god's responsibility and god is saying i have done it pretty cool or pretty well yeah and god is in a different league when we see how he has provided he didn't say adam and uh, he didn't tell to adam and eve that hey you guys are two and probably you can uh, you would be multiplying uh, in the next quarter uh, to say 6 or 10 uh, okay all together let me give you 15 trees no 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 he is a god of plenty he operates in another level and another league and he is saying i have given you all these trees If you are going to take care of my vision you shall have abundance of provision God is not a scarce god he is not a god who is having a a a a recession or or probably a lack of provision yeah so god is giving everything in plenty to this mankind and and because he is so keen about his vision because he considers his vision to be precious and he wants man as his gold champion for this vision he is saying 
hey don't even worry about uh, the food for the animals that also i have taken care of and god says i have given to every beast of the earth in genesis chapter 1 verse 30 to every bird of the air and to everything that creeps on the earth in which there is life i have given every green herb for food and it was so so god is so particular about us that we will keep our main thing the main thing but eve was deceived to take and eat the forbidden fruit uh, the devil came to eve and made her believe that only if she go, is going to take that forbidden fruit then only she will have that fullness in her life let's see what the the, the enemy is talking to uh, eve for god knows Gen- genesis chapter 3 verse 5 For God knows that in the day you eat or of it your eyes will be opened and you will be like God knowing good and evil. The devil was successful to deceive Eve by this lie that only if you eat this one more fruit you will attain your fullness. That was a great deception and I want to pray that we won't be in in that deception anymore. And because the Bible says in 2 Peter chapter verse 1:3 as his divine power has given to us all things just repeat after me everybody who's watching me as his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness in christ my beloved we have everything that is required for our life let no devil trick us again let no enemy deceive us again by saying that oh only if you get that one more thing you will have a full life in christ we have everything and what did eve do eve believed in that deception eve was deceived and she decided to pursue after that provision or or that fruit outside god's boundary let we as we can see that in genesis chapter 3 verse 6 so when the woman saw the tree was good for food that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree desirable to make one wise she took off its fruit and ate what was eve's sin was that the, is that is that the, the sin was that that fruit was too bad no 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 eve decided to pursue a beauty eve decided to pursue a goodness eve decided to pursue a wisdom that was outside god's vision outside god's commandment and that led mankind to a consequence or or rather we call it a curse yeah so what happened to mankind when they were cursed i want us to believe that everything that god has provided us that is enough for us everything that god has provided for us we can live to our fullness with the provision that god has given us let no enemy deceive you any more so what happened when 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 adam and eve sinned curse came into their life what is the effect of curse i'm not going to read fully those portions genesis chapter 3 verse 17 to 19 but one portion says in toil you shall eat of it all the days of your life toiling day and night to meet our needs that is a sign of curse and i praise god that in this new testament we don't have to live a cursed life because through jesus christ we have redemption and we have full access to the original plan of god and i want to encourage you any anybody who's listening to me today if you haven't accepted jesus christ as your lord and savior i want to encourage you to be born again by receiving jesus christ into your life 
life and he will take away every curse in your life and i want to encourage you he will give you a new life with vision and purpose and when you follow jesus christ when you embrace that vision he will help you to have the necessary provision in your life hallelujah hallelujah so coming back to my point toiling day and night for survival that's not the plan of god so you might be thinking so pastor are you saying or oh, are you saying that i shouldn't work no 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 it is the plan of god for us to work but for the fulfillment of the vision we can see that in genesis chapter 2 verse 15 to 16 itself we can see that then the lord god took the man and put him in the garden of eden to tend and keep it god is pro work god is for work but not in any other direction but he wants us to align our work align our efforts align our energy for the fulfillment of this awesome vision so i want to encourage you that all of us should be hard workers all of us should be people who are passionate to work not for anything else not for greedy gain but for the fulfillment of this precious vision but what happened when man became away from god when man became away from god uh, his vision is not any more passionate for me his vision is not at all important for me now because i am away from god only when i am in a proximity with god only when i can see his glory only when i can i can see his nature his vision becomes awesome for me his vision becomes important for me so when i stay away from god when i am not engaged in the vision of god there is no provision to back my life now that order has taken a reverse turn now provision is having the first place and vision is only second i will serve the vision as long as i have provision that has become a convenient state or convenient stand for man hallelujah and i want to encourage you that is not the order that god wants from our life if we look into the life of adam when god allowed him or entrusted him to take care of the garden he is not suddenly thinking hey there are so many trees in this garden can i can i just start a new business with this no he didn't decide to shift his vision with the provision that he received i want to ask you today is the abundance of provision derailing you from the vision of god is the abundance of god supplies in your life is is making god a little low in your life hallelujah i want to encourage you come back to the original plan of god come back, repent and come back to the actual plan of god let's do a realignment in our life vision first and that is my fya the action that i have to plan is for the vision and it is god's part to give me the provision that is required for the fulfillment of the vision so what i'm trying to say is provisions should not try to change or probably ignore our vision so here we can see uh, that because there is an abundance of provision adam is not forgetting the vision of god neither he is not making that his vision just because simply you have so much of uh, provision in one area don't make that your vision consult with god have a time with god have a relationship with god and ask what is his vision his specific vision for your life hallelujah and and um, and when there's no relationship with god in our life what happens is we have to uh, take responsibility of our provision we become scared and when our provision becomes 
becomes one of the most important things in our life and vision becomes subsidiary that is an often mentality we become scared that if i don't take care of my provision then that's it then there is nobody to help me that is an often mentality let's see what the scripture says but as it is written in first corinthians chapter 2 verse 9 and 10 but as it is written i has not seen nor ear heard nor have entered into the heart of man the things which god has prepared for those who love him but god has revealed them to us through his spirit for the spirit searches all things yes the deep things of god i want to encourage you if you don't know jesus christ as your lord and savior i want to encourage you once again receive him into your life give your life to jesus be born again the scripture says in john chapter 1 verse 12 as many as who received him god gave them the privilege to be called the children of god i want to encourage you to be a child of god today if you are a believer i want to encourage you to trust in the nature of god and to believe that he will provide you in all your needs hallelujah survival is not the plan of god his plan for you and me is to reign in the areas on the in the boundaries that god has given us god provides to those who honors him and if that is the case how can i honor him in these aspects how can we live a life honoring god in this aspect of vision and provision i want to share you two major points in this aspect one is about vision and the other thing is about provision what is the first point passionately accept his vision let nothing else be your vision let no other person be your vision what did what did god intend when he created you and me god created you i want to make this a clear point out to you god created you you are not a result of some big bang theory or some other other scientific uh, experiments or serendipity but you are created intentionally by god you have been carved by the precious hands of our savior you have been created and sent to this earth with this generic vision that to to multiply and fill this earth with god's image and glory his image is glorious and god wants us to fill this earth with this glorious image and for that i have to behold him continually i have to keep looking and gazing at this awesome creator for to make that happen i need to have a strong relationship with god accept this vision passionately don't give your vision or don't give your attention to anything else because when you give your attention to anything else it becomes big in your life and vision takes a second place in your life hallelujah and sometimes i think should i really devote my life for this vision and the lord has really blessed me with a scripture portion in ephesians chapter 2 verse 1 to 7 i don't have time to fully read this portion but i'll i'll just give you a crux that this portion says that that uh, previously i was walking according to the ways of the world i was an enemy of the cross but because god who is rich in love and mercy he came out after me he gave his life for me and he redeemed me he rescued me now if i you believe that then uh, then what else can we live for then we should live for whom else if that is true then i decided i'm going to live for this vision alone so i decided to receive and embrace this vision and i decided that i'm not going to pursue anything else 
Hallelujah. And there is another verse that has really helped me. Second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 15. That verse says, And he died for all, that those who live should live no longer for themselves, but but for him who died for them and rose again. This scripture clearly commands us that if I have a life today, if God has given me one day, then the intent of God is that I will not live for me, I will not live for anything else, I will not live for anyone else, but for the one who died for everyone, and that is Jesus Christ. I want to encourage you to set aside all your plans, to set aside all your other visions, and to plug in, and to align yourself into this God-given vision to fill this earth with the glorious image of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And for that, I want to ask you a few questions, practical questions that will reveal where is where do you stand in terms of this vision do you have a passion when you get up every morning to serve this vision or are you thinking oh lord it is just another morning do you have a real passion to make things happen according to this vision because god wants us to know that when we follow this vision when we serve this vision we are partnering with god and he is not short of anything and he wears the victor's crown in this vision there is amazing adventures kept for you in this vision there is amazing u-turns or, or twists and or, or bounces kept for you and this is a action-packed vision and god wants us to know that if we walk with god in this vision he will take care of us and the second question i want to ask you are you planning to make the vision of god happen in your life are you really planning or this vision is just another another dream or another feeling in your life if you are serious about this vision you will plan for your vision another question i want to ask is are you partnering with the body of christ to serve this vision in a greater way i want to ask you this precious question are you a volunteer are you at least a volunteer in the house of god are you part of any team to take that vision of god into a greater level hallelujah i want to encourage you to consider these three questions once again do, do you have a passion when you wake up in the morning that god has given me one more day to fulfill certain uh, unfinished tasks in my timeline do you have uh, the second question is are you planning to make this vision happen are you are you serious enough to plan and to prepare for the fulfillment of this vision and the third question is that have you committed in any team as a volunteer or as a team member to take this vision forward in a greater way so that was the first point that accept this vision of god in passionately into your life the second thing the second point about provision is not to accept but to reject reject every cares about provision this is not a, a, a recommendation from the scripture but this is a commandment from the scripture let's read this portion therefore i say to you do not worry about your life this is in matthew chapter 6 verse 25 do not worry about your life what you will eat or what you will drink nor about your body what you will put on the scripture commands us do not worry 
I'm not going to dwell into a theological uh, allegory or any kinds of interpretations. It is very clear. Do not think about it. How do you do that, Pastor? Do not think about it. The moment a thought comes into your life, hey, what will I t- uh, eat tomorrow? Or what will I uh, uh, wear tomorrow? I'm not talking about, uh, don't think about uh, the, the bread that you want to make tomorrow. No, no, no. I'm not asking you to uh, stop your planning. I'm asking you to stop worrying about, will I have enough for tomorrow? Will I have enough to eat tomorrow? Will I have enough to uh, to take care of my needs? The Bible commands us, do not entertain such thoughts. Because if we don't attack these thoughts, if we don't attack these thoughts in the starting state itself, it can grow up to destroy our peace. The scripture is explaining why the scripture is, or God is asking us not to think about a provision or not to think about what we will wear tomorrow, not to think about what we, what we will drink tomorrow because there is, a, there is a revelation in Matthew chapter 6 verse 32 for after all these things the Gentiles seek for your heavenly father knows that you need all things and here the scripture is saying your father Jairah the, uh, God knows all your needs, Jehovah Jairah because Jehovah Jairah because God has seen this you need not think about it you need not be worried about it it will be available at the right time and here it says for after all these things the Gentiles seek I want to ask you today is all your profession is all your career is all your life uh, rotating about or circling around this aspect of provision have you designed your life in such a way that you pursue after money you pursue after your provision you make sure that everything is arranged for your tummy if that is your lifestyle I want to tell you you might have a, a title of a believer you might be claiming that you are a child of God but this mindset the scripture says is all of the Gentiles and the scripture says a child of God need not worry about these provisions because Jehovah Jireh his heavenly father our heavenly father knows that these are our needs and he will manifest his goodness at the right time in the most fitting way hallelujah so I want to encourage you if you want to move forward in his vision you need to trust his nature you need to trust his, his nature and the spelling of trust is R-E-S-T. Where there is trust, there is rest. If I am so sure that my friend will take care of my need, then I am at rest. And if I don't have rest, it is a sign that I am not able to trust this God. And what is the remedy? I need to behold Him. I need to grow closer to Him. I need to move towards Him to see what all He can do in my life. I need to grow closer to Him to see that actually who He is really and because I don't see him in that proximity I am not able to trust him so I want to encourage you if you are not in a place of trusting God for your provision I want to encourage you don't go after provisions don't again once again seek after provisions but seek after God trust in his nature seek God until you are able to trust his nature and you shall see amazing faithfulness of God in your life and if thoughts are about provisions are really bothering you the scripture is commanding us not to think about it but in Matthew chapter 6 verse 32 says uh, for after all these things Gentiles seek for your heavenly father knows that you need all things and in the subsequent verse in 33 it says but seek first the kingdom
kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you the scripture is very clear if even if there are needs of provision in your life you ignore it you don't think about it you don't worry about it because your heavenly father knows that you need it but you focus on the vision that has been entrusted to you but seek first his kingdom seek the kingdom mandate seek what the kingdom wants and seek his righteousness and all these provisions all these things shall be added unto you hallelujah and what should we do when we don't see provision i want to i want to give you two verses romans chapter 8 verse 6 it talks about for to be carnally minded is death but to be spiritually minded is life and peace i know or we all know that when we don't see the required provisions in life we get frustrated our peace is affected and here the scripture says but to be spiritually minded is life and peace the moment my peace is affected it is a signal to me that i need to plug into the thoughts of the spirit i need to plug into the spirit realm and and that is the same thing the scripture says in philippians chapter 4 verse 6 be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to god here here the scripture is asking us first of all is is the same is the same funda that that is mentioned in the other verse do not be anxious do not be anxious but there needs to be a shift very often when we are anxious that things are not happening the way we want our tendency is to fix it our tendency is just to make it happen but the scripture says when you don't see provisions that in your life you don't worry about it because you cannot make it happen you cannot provide something you cannot take care of yourself because the bible clearly says god gives you the power to create wealth so the whole aspect of provision has been reserved in the in the authority of god so the bible is telling us be anxious for nothing but make a shift don't go for a fix but make a shift and in romans 8:6 also it's that's the same thing that's it's it's mentioned there when when uh, uh, when you don't see things don't go for a fix but make a shift into the spirit realm and here it says you plug into the spirit realm through prayer i want to encourage you if you don't see provisions today i want to encourage you don't think to make it happen but pray to make it happen plug into the things of the spirit to make it happen grow in a deeper relationship with god and the lord shall supply you with his riches and in in your needs hallelujah and this is what the scripture is talking about but everything in all your needs by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your request be made known to god and this is so uh, so much of a great wisdom from god because in luke chapter 21 verse 34 the bible clearly tells us that if we dwell too much in the cares of life the day of the lord will come into our life like a trap so the bible is encouraging us with the holy wisdom that do not worry about the things uh, uh, that i don't have enough to eat or i don't have uh, enough clothes to wear but give everything unto god in prayer shift into the spirit realm take time to meditate god's word dwell into the promises of god uh, let set aside all the cares of this provision that is coming or bothering in your mind and 
plug into the things of the spirit and that is the amazing secret that the scripture wants to tell us and and with this i'm closing and i want to pray for uh, the lord to do a mighty work into your life father i want to pray oh god I want to pray oh God for Jehovah Jireh that precious revelation to be uh, an ad- absolute truth into the lives of every person lord hallelujah thank you lord for everyone who is watching me right now lord i pray oh god that you will look into their needs oh god i release jehovah jireh into your life jehovah jireh into your life ronta kaba zante kebere those who are suffering from uh, suffering from diseases you need healing and my god shall look into your needs i release jehovah jaira and he shall manifest as a healer into your life receive your healing right now may you be healed right now may you be healed right now i want to encourage you to believe believe that there is nothing impossible with god there is nothing impossible with god he can do all things according to his power according to his decision and i want to encourage you that the lord loves to heal you today will you receive that healing by faith today i see somebody who is really Uh, praying for their daughter's marriage and and uh, the, the marriage is getting ready and you need a provision i want to release the provision of god into your life right now i want to declare jehovah jaira into your life hallelujah zora kaba baba baba rantere thank you father thank you father lord we pray oh god that you will you will allow us to bring that right godly order of vision and provision into our lives hallelujah lord we will not go after any other vision we will not go after provision we will not seek provision just like the gentiles lord but we will honor your word we will honor your provision we will honor your plans and lord we will surrender ourselves completely unto you lord we love you god we give you all praise and glory in jesus precious name we pray amen 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 may the lord manifest powerfully as jehovah jaira into your life god bless you Thank you for listening to this sermon. For more sermons, please do visit us at wicc.in.